happiest of New Year's. Where did the time go? My word. See, I do radio. I know the value of time. I know what you can say in a minute, and I know how much you can get done in an hour, but my word, this year has flown by, and here we are on the cusp of 2023. I still got to get used to saying that, so you can hear me say it a few times today. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. We're brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. We thank them for that sponsorship. We thank all of our stations throughout the year who carry Indiana Outdoors. And today, big show, as I mentioned last week, finally able to catch up with Joe Thomas. I'm looking forward to visiting with him, host of Ultimate Match Fishing, Steels Reel in the Outdoors, American Archer. The guy is one of the hardest working and nicest guys in the outdoor communication world. And we're going to find out if he's going to be here at the 68th Annual Ford Boat Sport and Travel Show. He's a staple. People love him. And we're going to find out what part of the big, long run for the uh, Boat Sport and Travel Show he's going to be with us. Uh, we're going to talk about state parks as well. And Ginger Murphy, one of the probably the most frequent guests we have on Indiana Outdoors. But a lot of activities tomorrow, the first uh, day hikes at all of the state parks. So many things to do and special opportunities to stay at the inns two for one. So we're going to visit with her. Jill Vance, Eagle Watches down at Lake Monroe. She's the interpretive naturalist down at Monroe Reservoir. So many great activities. One of the most iconic destination places in Indiana. Lots of wintertime activities. So as you can see, a very big New Year's Eve show. Man, it's hard to believe it's New Year's Eve. But uh, hopefully you've made it through the weather and you're ready for some uh, chit-chat with Joe Thomas. When we return, he's on hold. Don't go anywhere. It's Indiana Outdoor Show, and I'm your host, Brian Pointer. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. So great to be with you. This final show of 2022. So very hard to believe. Of course, I am your host, Brian Pointer. We're brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. We've had a wonderful year, and we look forward to year 24 of Indiana Outdoors. Man, that's hard to believe. Um, but nonetheless, as mentioned, we're going to have some great opportunity today to find out winter activities. How about some Eagle Watch programs, some activities down at Lake Monroe? We've got uh, uh, Ginger Murphy talking about the first day programs, first day hikes that are going to take place this weekend. We're going to kick things off in just a big way. One of my good buddies here from Indiana Outdoors, Joe Thomas, one of the hardest working outdoor professionals that I know, certainly one of the most generous and kind out there, and you didn't even have to pay me to say that, did you? Man, I got—I was reaching for my wallet. I promise you I was. <laughs> I know. I, I needed another 20 bucks to cover those Christmas gifts, yeah, but it's great right. to visit with you, and it's glad that you're back in the Midwest, because literally you are one of the hardest working guys between Ultimate Match Fishing and Steel's Reel in the Outdoors and American Archer. You are, you're everywhere. 
But most importantly, this uh, last week or so, you've been doing what everybody has been uh, hopefully doing, and that's hunting your home state and getting out and about. How's how's your season been? Give me, tell me a Joe Thomas story. How you been? Well, I'm I'm great. Uh, life is good. Uh, you know. And when you said 24 years, that's, by the way, that's amazing feat. Congratulations. And I kind of, uh, this year we hit the 20-year milestone with both ultimate match fishing and uh, steels reel in the outdoors. So I kind of, anytime that you can stay on the air that long, it's, it's a good thing. It also makes you realize that you're not getting any younger, which I know for sure that's how I feel. But Oh, uh, no. I've, we, I've, I've passed. That train has left the station. <laughs> Yeah, but we both still love what we do, and we enjoy the heck out of it, and and that's you know really that's what it's all about. And for me, I, I've been I've been hunting really hard. I I um uh, I had one of those crazy uh, viruses. Uh, it wasn't COVID, and wasn't the flu, but it was something, and it had me down the worst I've ever been during the rut. It picked the oh, worst no. time of the year too. Yeah, during the rut. So I lost, you know, that key time in the rut and I was bouncing back and forth between Indiana and, and Ohio like I always do and that time of year and uh so now I'm making up for lost time I you know or you know for you know covering ground that I lost by uh trying to film this late season stuff and right now uh you know the the second rut is just kind of going away and and uh I've seen a lot of deer I've passed some really good deer um but now they're on the food sources and they get really tough with a bow you know American archer is an archery show so you've only got a certain amount of distance but um but uh, I've seen a lot of deer right now. I've actually seen as many as I've seen in a long time and just waiting for one of those three or four key bucks to, to, to show themselves in the daylight. Most of the hunting right now, as you know, late season, those are evening hunts. So you're not really getting a full day and you're really basically going in about, you know, two thirty, three o'clock and, and hoping for that last half hour, you know, which is when it really happens. So there's short hunts, but, uh, you know, it's fun. You see a lot of you get a lot of action in that little bit of time. Joe Thomas, our guest, and we're just going to hopscotch around because I got so much to cover with you. Do you have your own coffee now? You know, and I didn't pay you to say that either, did I? I no, I do. I do. Um, I you know we teamed up back in uh, last year with the Great Outdoors Coffee Company. Uh, they're they're a really cool group of guys. Uh, it's a kind of a craft coffee, and. Um, they they were they teamed up uh with the uh catch a dream foundation and they started uh, uh you know these outdoor themed coffees and in a percentage of every sale goes to the catch a dream foundation which as you know provides trips to to you know seriously or terminally ill children uh, youngsters and and it's just an amazing organization so when i found out about that it even made me want to get involved in even more so uh they came on board and actually started doing some advertising and then they suggested i have my own blend so we tested a whole bunch of blends and uh mine is called called full draw like as in archery and uh it's a uh kind of a medium roasted everybody seems to like it it's it's actually selling really good and we're trying to promote it some and and uh, you know and making a little money for the catch a dream foundation it's all good and it's, it's you know it's kind of cool to have your own coffee. I mean, I've I, arrived, right? I was going to say, <clears throat> you took the words out of my mouth. <clears throat> mm -hmm. You can be on TV three or four times a week, but you know you've made it when you got your own coffee. I love it. Yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah, if, if anybody wants to contribute, uh, check it out, you know, and, and do do something good for Catch a Dream, just go to, um, I, man, this is going to sound commercial, but seriously, it's go to greatoutdoorscoffee.com. There'll be Joe Thomas Full Draw. Just uh, try some of it and see what you like. And let me know. I'd love to hear, get some feedback. So far, most of it's been good. I mean, I would say really all of it's been good, so that's a good thing. Joe Thomas is our guest and host of Ultimate Match Fishing, Steel's Reel in the Outdoors, American Archer, so many great classic outdoor programs. I hate to ask this question because I never know what I'm going to get because it's usually you got so much going on. What are the highlights you're looking forward to in 2023? Certainly you can't have any more shows. No, 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 no. It's a pretty. It's it's definitely a full time job keeping up with what we've got going. I've got I've been really fortunate to have a really good producer and business partner. He keeps me in line, and uh, and uh, we've got really good people we work with in Ultimate Match Fishing. But I, we're uh, super excited to go back to Pickwick Landing Resort uh, uh, there on Pickwick Lake for for Pelicans Ultimate Match Fishing this year. I've got a great group of guys. I haven't announced them yet, so I don't want to jump. Uh, you know, uh, rain on Jim's parade before sure. we do the press release. But I got some great fishermen coming this year again, and uh, our returning champion James Watson, who uh, miraculously—he will even say miraculously—beat Jacob Wheeler in the finals last year. And so he's my returning champion. And he's a cool guy. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, we've got some great things planned uh, uh, for for Steel's Reel in the Outdoors. I've already actually got two great shows in the can for next year. Um, I did them up here on the western basin of Lake Erie, uh, so a, a largemouth and, and a smallmouth show, which was really cool. We had a, a warm fall. So um, I'm, I'm ahead of the curve there, but we're I think we're going to uh, do a Texas run this year. I'm really excited about going to Lake O.H. Ivy and Possum Kingdom, which most people are going, where the heck is those lakes at? They're they're in that southwest Texas, but they're producing double-digit fish. And uh, we're going to make a run down that way. I'm excited about it. And uh, without just stretching this out too long, got a really a couple of really good mule deer hunts. I got an elk hunt and a moose hunt uh, scheduled for fall of next year. So um, I'm I'm really excited. And and right around the corner, I forgot. I almost forgot. I've been trying to get in shape because I've got a a, a Utah mountain lion tag in my pocket. Oh, and do you really? Yeah, I do, and I've always wanted a big tom, and to get a tom uh, with my bow, and uh, it's it's you know it's 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 a tough hunt, and uh, you know physically chasing those dogs. So I've been trying to trying to really get ready for that, but it's just right around the corner. As soon as they get a little bit of snow, I'll get the call, and I'm going to hopefully get the call, and I'm going to head out that way. And we're going to film an episode out there, so. That's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. In, 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 but the good news is I love every bit of, bit of it. I enjoy the heck out of it. Well, <clears throat> like uh, you said, you're never bored. And when you make your vocation your vacation, you never work a yeah. day in your life, as they say. So that is fantastic. True. So my dad, back in the, I want to say, late 80s, uh, probably late 80s, he took a record book mountain lion out in <clears throat> uh, Idaho, and wow. that the, it is spectacular, the hunting. And of course, with all the outdoor TV shows and programming, um, 
uh, you know, like uh, Mountain Men, the show Mountain Men, that guy that tracks those mountain lions with the yep. dogs. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's just stunning to me. I mean, like to be in the shape that he, you have to be in to do that, but then he just walks up right underneath the tree, gets the dogs, and goes back to the truck. It's just a, an amazing, uh, amazing scene. But the the cats are so beautiful, and uh, congratulations. Was that a draw type of a hunt? Actually, it wasn't. It was more the, the more congratulations would be that that, that I have had an outfitter uh, that really wanted to work with us to get us a TV show. And, oh, good, and, uh, young young guy, and um, hopefully it'll work out. And you know, and uh, you know, I and it's a, a you know pretty spectacular hunt to film. I've filmed a couple of mountain lion hunts in the past, and you know, with the dogs and the snow and the Absolutely. mountains and the you, you know, it, but, but you know, what people really don't realize is you know they see that cat in the tree, and you're seeing that the, the end result of a lot of hard work and those guys that do it every day me i just got to get to that tree one time right you know what i mean right well, these guys these guys are doing it every day and and you know and the cool thing about mountain lion hunting you know if it's not a mature tom if it's not a big one uh usually they know by the tracks but if they, you know if they don't the cool thing is 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 you can catch you can catch and release and we've done that many times you know they'll tree a tree a big female or a small male and you know and you've done the work to get there but you know it's not it's it, it, you know that you could have taken that animal if you wanted to and you can just pull the dogs off and let yep. them go about let, let them go about their way so that's kind of the that's the cool thing about it it's like you know you, you can hunt hunt the trophy animal or i would say the mature animal um which is the ones they want out of the food chain to begin with you know what i mean so joe it, you dropped a lot of names there and people that uh you you're going to be working with but we got show season coming up around the corner where's where's your so, show's calendar taking you um, I've got a lot of uh, really cool things uh, going on show season actually it's, it's you know thank the Lord it's post COVID now and, and everything's getting back to what you know the, the norm and so uh, you know I'm going to be in Columbus Ohio for a weekend I'm going to be uh, in uh, uh, I'm trying to think now. You're up. I'm in Detroit, Michigan. I'm trying to go in chronological order. Detroit, Michigan. I'm going to be in Grand Rapids. But I've got two three-day weekends scheduled at the Indianapolis Sport Boat and Travel Show, which is always my favorite one. I, 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 you know, I'm not slighting anybody else, but I love it there. I know that so many people there. You're usually there, and we do interviews and yeah. things there. So it's, it's a fun for me. And we're doing the Ultimate Match Fishing, Pelican's Ultimate Match Fishing uh, panel again this year. Um, uh, Kevin Renfro over there, he liked it last year. I've got new anglers coming in. Uh, um, I, um, you know, a couple of good guys. I've got uh, um, Gary Klein, and I've got uh, Fletcher Shryock. He's a young angler that fished this year and did really well. And, and of course, Mark Randolph and, and my normal crew is going to be there. So I'm, I'm excited about that sports show. And, and I again, I'm, and I'll be doing my normal you know thing on the hog trough, you know, talking about different bass fishing techniques and. Uh, you know those those guys. You know they really cater to that local uh, bass fishing crowd. Well, local to them is a three state area. They pull wide right. and far. You know, but, but uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a really good. Show. I think it, this year is shaping up to probably could be one of their bigger ones, from what I understand. Well, they Kevin and I have talked recently here, and he too is looking forward to the. Uh, the show and it's going to be bigger and better and better than ever they do a great job of recreating that show each and every year and this is no different coming up so did i hear you say you've got two three-day weekends you're there for the second 
uh, of the the weekends, which is going to be the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo. You do anything on the hunting side? No, we're going to stick. I, I, I think it was last year I went in there and I did some uh, some hunting seminars. But this year he had a good crowd or a good group already uh, booked in there, and he really wanted me to stick with the fishing. So it's going to be bass fishing for me both weekends there. Although I will do a little walkthrough. I always like going over there and and, and listening to the guys and, and you know and seeing the booths and things like that. It's pretty cool. You know. I, I know it sounds gratuitous, but I can't thank you for your availability, your friendship, your willingness to share your insight on the Steel's Reel in the Outdoors, the Ultimate Match Fishing, American Archer. <clears throat> you know, the Outdoor Channel's been great to you. You've been great to the outdoor communication world, and hopefully 23 will continue to be uh, some of the biggest and best that we will be able to bring here on Indiana Outdoors. And I'm on your Instagram page right now, the the real R-E-E-L, Joe Thomas. And I love the stuff that you post, but did I see a picture? I'm looking at a picture of your wife who made one of your sponsors, Xmark, tractor-shaped cookies. She did. She did. She went. She, you know, they 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 sent her a nice little gift. They sent her a little X mark apron. She's and she wearing it. Yeah. That was. Yeah, of course she's wearing it. Yeah, that Instagram moment. But she thought that was so cool, and uh, and she said, "I'm going to do something." And she got these little. Um, uh, uh, cutouts she ordered them from xmark these little cookie cutouts and she made these perfect little replicas of of the uh, yeah of an xmark uh, zero turn mower it was pretty cool yeah joe best to you and your family happiest of new years continued success in all you do and thanks for being a friend of indian outdoors we look forward to talking to you in 2023 man i got to get used to saying that you got it, got it, buddy. I can't wait till the next time. All right. We'll see you in Indianapolis. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. I am your host. Great to visit with Joe Thomas, one of my favorites. We're brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. Don't go anywhere. We're just getting this thing kicked off on this New Year's Eve. We're going to find out about state parks when we return right after this. Well, good morning. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. Of course, we're brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. I, your host, Brian Pointer. It's great to be with you. As always, we are bright and chipper, despite the weather, despite everything that's going on over these holidays. You can always count on Indiana Outdoors. As mentioned, it's always great to have... Well, some good news, and it's always good news coming out of our division of, of state parks. Ginger Murphy, thanks for being with us today. I'm happy to be here, Brian. It's been happy a long. Holidays. It seems like this year has just flown by, and it's always great to have you be a part of Indiana Outdoors on a regular basis. And here we are. You know, we're at the last show of the year, and you're getting ready to turn over into 2023. There's probably nothing going on at state parks that people would be interested in. Is there? <laughs> We, we have lots of things going on. We, we, you know, there used to be a perception that parks closed in the wintertime. That is absolutely not true. Uh, we have lots of things for people to do and enjoy the outside all year long. Well, indeed you do. And, of course, something that got started, or at least we've been talking about it for a few years, are these first day hikes. Tell me about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, uh, we are doing this. Gosh, we've been doing these for a number of years now. It started with... Uh, 
the National Association of State Park Directors, or also called America's State Parks, as a initiative, and it has expanded beyond state parks to account their county parks and city parks that host them as well. But these are on the uh, first day of the new year, um, and the idea is to begin your year with an invigorating outdoor walk somewhere. And all of our state parks are offering them. So we've got one at every single one of our uh, 36 locations. There are several state forests that are also offering them as well. So um, we will have either a guide or volunteers who are leading them. And you get a chance to be outdoors on the first day of the year with a um, DNR staff and with other folks who enjoy the outdoors and just really celebrate the new year and celebrate the outdoors. Um, and you can find the list of them on our um, calendar, DNR calendar at calendar.dni.calendar.dnr.in.gov. Uh, so you can see where the locations are and times and so forth. Everything doesn't start at the same time, but um, just a, a great opportunity to just start the new year right with, with an outdoor experience. It's always a good opportunity, and you know, last weekend we got crushed over the Christmas holiday with some difficult weather, causing a lot of people some stress and tensions. But that's okay; it's winter time. That's what happens. And of course, we've always got the toboggan. When is the toboggan? Does that go through like February or so? The toboggan operates on weekends through the end of February. It's, it's open during the week on uh, during the Christmas season, um, during the Christmas vacation. So, but but it's on weekends through the end of February. And if you've never done that, this is at Polkagon. Um, it's a great outdoor experience. Everybody should experience at least once in your lifetime. You haul that sled up the hill and then come back down the toboggan, which is refrigerated, so temperature. Um, it, 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 we don't have to have snow for it to work um, and come back down that toboggan at about 40, 45 miles an hour. Um, it's it's an experience and everybody should try it. Every Hoosier should do it at least once in their lifetime. Boy, I couldn't agree with you more. And I am thrilled that, uh, you know, we've got some winter w- weather finally here that's blown through the Midwest and a lot of folks uh, kind of recovering after the vortex we had roll through but there is something very relaxing something very just purging that comes when you are at a state park inn during the winter time i've always said and we've talked about this many times each season brings a different experience at the state parks but there's something about the hearths with the big fire with the fires going with the great food that you have and families sitting around playing games and enjoying each other's company, et cetera, et cetera. But it's just so beautiful in our state parks. And the, one of the beautiful things that we have that you guys have uh, have done is during the wintertime, kind of a two-for-one stay. Explain that. Uh, yes, and that is another tradition that a lot of people enjoy. And as you said, just spending a winter overnight, winter day and overnight in our state park inns is a, a great opportunity for people to just make great memories. And uh, what we do is we offer from Sunday through Thursday uh, through the end of February uh, two nights for the price of one at our state park inns. And there are a few exclusions to that, holidays, things like that. But um, And it's, it's weekdays, so it's a little quieter. 
the trails are great places to be. So you get out, you take a hike during the day or take a drive or go to the nature center and watch the birds and then come back and enjoy a meal at the inn and sit in front of the fireplace or read and just uh, it, it, our parks are great places to be in the wintertime. And uh, it's just a, an experience that um, makes great memories for families or for um, a couple or for individuals. Um, it's just it's it's one of our fun things to do in the wintertime. And you can make your reservations um, online at our IndianaInns.com page if you're interested in doing that. Ginger Murphy, our guest, Indiana State Parks. You guys have had such a great year. The parks never looked better. The crowds that filled our campgrounds, the the all the interpretive services that take place, all the the guides that do what they do. It's just been a great year, and I think a lot to be proud of. There's a lot of renovations taking place in many of our state parks that are way overdue, including Spring Mill that is going to be closed here for a bit, uh, for a better part of a season, a year that will allow for just some upgrades that need to be done. But so much taking place in all of our state parks, and we have a lot to look forward to in 2023, and I hope that you're a big part of it, bringing us the latest and greatest, and it's always great to visit with you, Ginger. Happy New Year to you, and we wish everybody in state parks a happy new year. Thanks to you, Brian. And I would encourage folks that uh, it's time to get your 2023 annual pass. If you oh, haven't good done point. Yet. You good can point. do that online. Yeah, because tomorrow is, people will need them um, if gates are open. You do that online at shopinstateparks.com, um, or you can get them at our property offices. And today is the very last day for holiday gift packs. Always it, a great thing. Yeah, so if you haven't gotten one and you want to get one as a gift for someone, do that. And we will see you in the parks in 2023. Boy, let's just end like that. That's strong. Ginger, great to visit with you. Happy New Year. Same to you, Brian. Bye-bye. My pleasure. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. I am your host. Don't go anywhere. We're just getting this thing started right after this. the indiana outdoor show almost almost a new year we got today to go maybe you're up for a little a little darty a little day party huh before the big night a lot of big football so many things to look forward to so much to be thankful for as we round out and head into gosh it's hard to believe this 2023 so many activities in our state parks uh, really unique stuff as well I love talking about this time of the year, and we're visiting with Jill Vance. She is the interpretive naturalist for Monroe Lake. And Jill, you and I talk throughout the year on a number of things, but this time in particular of the year, I love talking about the bald eagles because there's something about seeing a bald eagle in the stark of winter and they're just so majestic, easily identifiable, and there's some upcoming programs. Tell us about it. Yeah, our annual uh, bald eagle event is going to be uh, coming up here at the end of the month in, in January, and I'm uh, glad you had me on to, to tell you a little bit about it. Um, it'll run from uh, January 26th 
uh, to the 31st, and there are programs each one of those days uh, that will be going on celebrating uh, not just the bald eagles, uh, but some of the other birds around the lake as well. There will be a self-guided bald eagle driving tour that people can do uh, throughout that period, and then we've got a whole mix uh, of other programming. Um, I'll be doing a virtual uh, interview with the Raptors Rise Rehab Center uh, down Lawrence County, which they have the only operational hacking tower uh, in the state right now uh, for releasing rehab to birds, and we'll get to visit that. programs about about cranes, uh, birding hikes, we've got live raptor shows going on, uh, sunset eagle watches uh, for people who would like someone to help them (laughs) see eagles, Uh, just all kinds of stuff happening. And, uh, you know, the best way for people to get all the details on uh, this event is uh, Eagles Over Monroe, and I would direct people actually to our Facebook page, and uh, that's at Monroe Lake, or sorry, Facebook.com slash Monroe Lake and just click over to the events tab and you can get all the details about all the different stuff coming up there at the end of the month. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Some stuff does require pre-registration, so I encourage people to go and and check out the list as soon as they can. Wow, I had no idea that there was all that great activity. It doesn't surprise me. Monroe, one of the southern Indiana, one of the great destination points, especially in the wintertime. What makes Monroe such an attractive place for these bald eagles? I, well, it's uh, basically because this is where they got their start. Uh, you know, there used to be no eagles uh, in Indiana. Their their habitat had been eliminated uh, by around uh, 1900, and um, it was the creation of the big reservoirs down the southern part of the state that enabled them to uh, make a comeback here. And uh, when the Department of Natural Resources decided to undertake the reintroduction of the bird to the state, um, our property here was chosen as the site where that would happen. So So uh, we are literal ground zero for the current bald eagle population. Um, We've got uh, usually uh, between 10 and 14 active eagle nests on the lake each year. Uh, We're also, so we have a really good year-round population of eagles, and then we're also a popular uh, overwintering site for some of the northern eagles who actually come down here to to spend their winters with us because our lake usually doesn't freeze over uh, in the the winter, so there's a nice constant uh, food source available. So we'll get some of the Canadian eagles and northern Michigan, northern Wisconsin, you know, they'll come down here in winter. And so during the winter months, um, we have both our residents and the, the migrant visitors, and it's a great time to, to come down and look for eagles at the lake. Helps a lot that the vegetation is off the trees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because uh, eagles actually spend 90% of their time perching. Uh, so it's a lot easier to spot them in the winter as well. Jill Vance is our guest. She's the interpretive naturalist at Lake Monroe. And you're right. I have a great respect for the bald eagle but also for the recovery of the bald eagle in indiana we started doing indiana outdoors back in 1999 when the former non-game bird biologist john castrali was still going up and counting eagle nests that were known in the state and then counting the chicks and the eggs and i had the privilege of spending a day with him while he was doing it and was just fascinated with the care and attention placed into the recovery of these beautiful majestic birds and now we have 300 plus around in the yeah. in the state of Indiana Incredible. and at that time there was maybe 75 so they have recovered so much so that in my little vinyl village of Westfield there's a bald eagle 
that I'll see at least a half a dozen times throughout the wintertime, and they he or she usually shows up really at the coldest part and sits high atop one of these massive trees outside of the clubhouse and just sits there and has free range over some of the retention ponds and they are stunning. I mean, the traffic stops, I stop. It's just, and sometimes if you're treated, they're sitting on the ground with a kill or whatever and it is fantastic to be a part of that. So going down to an organized Eagle Watch like you have is a great way. What What do you recommend people bring uh, binoculars, if they've got them, definitely. Uh, you know, we'll have the, the self-guided tour going on uh, during that whole period, and, and we've got a map for that that'll help you get to the best spots uh, to see eagles. Uh, but, you know, your better chances of seeing them are going to be if you have some binoculars to scan with. Uh, so I definitely recommend bringing those. Those are also useful if, if you're coming in for any of the birding hikes as well. Um, at our uh, sunset watches, we'll also have volunteers there with spotting scopes uh, set up to help people see them. Uh, otherwise, you know, d- depending on what you're coming down for, you know, dress warm. <laughs> you never know what the weather is going to be like at the end of January in Indiana. Uh, so just be prepared for that. But there's a mixture of both indoor and outdoor programs uh, going on. So if you really want to learn about eagles, but uh, spending time outside in the cold isn't for you, there's some options uh, for you to learn about in indoor locations too. Jill Vance is our guest down at Lake Monroe. She's an interpretive naturalist and such a beautiful destination. People go there certainly for all the beautiful things that the water has to offer in the summertime, but it's equally as beautiful beautiful in the wintertime. And when the foliage comes off the trees, it is stark. Those eagle nests are ginormous, and they're quite a work of art. They're stunning to, by themselves, whether there's eagles in them or not. <laughs> yeah, they are, they are quite large. <laughs> quite large. It's a great crossword question, by the way. What is an eagle's nest known as? An airy. I was trying to figure out if this was a twick, trick question. <laughs> no, it's not a twick. There's no twicks, even though that's a good question. All I'm saying is I'm a crossword guy, and in about every other one, what's the name for an eagle's nest? It's good for a few vowels. Jill, it's great to visit with you. I can't thank you enough for the work that you do at Monroe. If people want to get a time and location and info on these events, one more time, where do they go? Yeah, again, probably the the easiest place to go is going to be our Facebook page, and it is a public page, so you can go, you can see all the info without needing to have a Facebook account, and uh, that's facebook.com slash Monroe Lake, and then click over to the events page. Um, You'll find uh, all the stuff about the Eagle event coming up, and uh, also, I should mention, tomorrow we have our 10th annual first day trail run and walk. Awesome. Um, And we'll have same day registration for that available, get the info of that our popular winter exploration hike series is posted there and as well as some other events that we've you're, got going on through the winter. You're a very, very so busy lady and we look, forward, <laughs> we look forward to talking to you again and all the great activities. Thanks for being with us, Joe. Hey, thank you for having me. My pleasure. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. I am your host, Brian Pointer. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be back right after this. Happy New Year, early. Hopefully you're ready. My gosh, I went to Total Wine. If you haven't been to a Total Wine store, that place is like Disneyland. 
Holy smokes. I've been there a few times. Every time I walk in there, I don't think I need anything and walk out with a cart full. Oh, it's like Costco. It's like Costco for adults. That's what it is. But they have all your supplies, I'm sure. Mine is ready. We will be enjoying some evening uh, party dinner with some friends. And we'll be in bed by 10, as I usually am. Can't do it. Can't do it like I used to. But that's okay. Many thanks to our guests today and each and every week. Joe Thomas, one of the hardest working outdoorsmen. And always great to visit with him. We look forward to seeing him here in just a couple of weeks at the Ford Boat Sport and Travel Show. He, of course, hosts Ultimate Match Fishing, Steel's Reel in the Outdoors, American Archer. See, I got them all this time. I can barely remember them. At least he didn't announce a new show. I don't know how the guy has time to do what he does. But uh, Ginger Murphy talked about the first day hikes tomorrow. Just Google. Just go to state parks and find out what activities are taking place in each of our state parks. They should have these first day hikes. One of the coolest things about winter is the Eagle Watch programs. Pokagon has them. Uh, Monroe has them. Jill Vance is the interpretive naturalist down at Lake Monroe and find out all of the calendar of activities. It's not just these Eagle Watches. There's all sorts of wintertime activities down at Lake Monroe. I would be remiss if I didn't take this opportunity to thank each and every one of you for making Indiana Outdoors as successful as we've been over these 24 years. Thank all of our stations who carry it. I appreciate everybody who's given input, insight, all the activities and guests that we've been able to talk to and promote. And we hope to do that again throughout 2023. See, there I said it. I got it right. Folks, remember, turn in a poacher, 1-800-TIP-I-D-N-R. Be safe. I'll see you outside, everybody. Enjoy this beautiful New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm.